welcome in. You're listening to the Penalty Spot Podcast with Zach and Jared Raymond. You are listening now to part three of our World Cup Prediction Podcast series. Um, If you have not already listened, go back and check out part one and two. Part one, we discussed groups A through D. And part two, we discussed groups E through H in detail. We are now on to the round of 16 here for part three. Just a look ahead, part four will be the quarterfinals, and then part five is the semifinals and the final. Um, And those will be coming out leading up to the kickoff of the World Cup on June 14th. Yeah, which we will then, we will record podcast. uh, We haven't figured it out yet, but we'll figure out uh, a time where we're going to recap what's happened so far and sort of give our takes on that. But this is a little bit more fun. We get to figure out what we think is going to happen, make our own predictions. And uh, after the group stage, we already have plenty that is different. Yes, we only, do. We do. Only we have right. two matchups that are the same in our round of 16. Right. Um, so very interesting to see. Uh, we have our round of 16, how we see it, to uh, how we expect it to happen. So and, yeah. without further ado, let's get started off with... A South America versus Europe uh, matchup for me. Uh, I believe we have the same one here. Uruguay versus Portugal. Yes. This we, one yeah. of our two. Yeah, we do. And a star-studded uh, matchup we have here. Um, you know, obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo, Luis Suarez, but other players sort of, you know, Bernardo Silva, um, Edinson Cavani. So plenty to behold here. Um, what do you what do you lean in towards here? Portugal knows how to win, and Ronaldo knows how to win. Any team Ronaldo is on, he's now won three Champions League finals in a row, following a Euro. Fo- a Euro. Yeah, and following Euro. But those three teams that won the Champions League, only one of them won the league. Mm-hmm. So knockout tournaments for Cristiano Ronaldo. He he himself has now won five Champions League titles. He had one with United and now four with Real Madrid. Yeah. Now all talented teams, all and, great players around him, but he finds a way to win. Yeah, and remember the, the this Portugal team that won Euro came third in their group, so they wouldn't have even uh, qualified had it been the old rules of uh, the Euro European competition. But yeah, I mean this Portugal team, it's it's for one, it's hard to beat. I think um, the name the name of the coach is escaping me, but he has found a way to um, he's found the right formula. Like I mean, obviously they're they're a hard team to beat, and when you have Cristiano Ronaldo, you're gonna even if you're playing on you know you're not on the front foot, you're gonna get that moment of magic from. Uh, one of the best players, if not the best player in the world. Um, so I, I, I am leaning towards Portugal. I have them uh, being Uruguay. I'm not too uh, convinced by what Uruguay has. I think they'll have enough to get out of that group. But um, and I, I mean, I have them winning that group. But you, but I think once you go up against a team like Portugal. It, that's where it's tough, you know. You're, you know, Uruguay has the chance to win their group, and they play Portugal. If they lose it, they have to probably play Spain. So they're not in a great situation. So, yeah, I'm I'm going Portugal. 
Me and you lean the same way here. It is one of our only matchups that's the same, and we are making the same picks out of it. Um, I I do take Portugal. I think they're the stronger team in this matchup, but Uruguay will put up a fight. This is not going to be a match that's a, a 3-0 win for Portugal. I think maybe 1-0, 2-1. It's going to be a, a one-goal game. Yeah, and you know, like we said in the previous pod, you know, every every matchup that we get in the round of sixteen is pretty exciting. This is no exception. Um, this is going to be an exciting match, and um, you know, I'm going to be interested to see how how it pans out. So, I I have a a matchup next um, in the round of sixteen, which could be a final. It's very possible that this ends up the final. France Argentina. In the round of 16, a massive game. Um, Argentina, we talked in the uh, in the earlier pods about the, this team and their attacking depth. Um, in midfield, they lack a little bit. You know, Lanzini is listed as a midfielder. Mascherano could play midfield if they elect not to play him in defense, which they've done in the past. Um, so I think that they're not as big of a worry but going up a team that is as stacked as France, where in the midfield you're going to have Paul Pogba and N'Golo Conte, um, you're going to have the attacking, the the attacking nature of Mbappe and Griezmann, and then Giroud to switch things up if need be. I think France offers too many things. I think it's too much of it. Not that these managers are obviously looking to every single way that they can possibly be beaten to stop that, but I think there's actually too much uncertainty from uh, the France team because they're so good in goal, defense, midfield attack. All of it meshes together. While Argentina, our big focus is the attack. In defense, they haven't always been good. One thing that's better about this year's uh, Argentina team is that Marty Di Michelis is not Playing defense, so that that always helps the team out. If oh, you don't have Dima Chalice in your oh, uh, in your defensive side, but um, and on a serious note, Otamendi had a strong season. Oh, he's absolutely, been, yeah. he he was in the team of the year. Yeah, so um, and deserved it. Yeah, he's he's grown um, in stature as a defender. So, uh, but but like you said, I mean, the, I mean, the biggest thing for for me for Argentina is is that midfield. Um, it's just it's. Not nearly, especially looking at a midfield uh, as good as France's with, you know, a player like N'Golo Conte, who, you know, is everywhere. Um, So that, it's not going to completely counteract, but it is going to make life hard for Argentina's attacking threat, which is their, easily their strength, uh, whereas France has plenty of strengths. Um, So, I mean, I, I would... I would lean towards France, but again, this is a tough matchup. That's a, that's a tough matchup to pick, and it's a it, it would be an exciting game. Uh, it'd be crazy to th- it's crazy to think that that could be a round of sixteen matchup. So, um, in the, in this matchup, in my bracket, I have France advancing to the quarterfinals over Argentina. Uh, Lionel Messi doesn't quite get it done yet again. Yeah, um, it's hard to blame him for that, but uh, obviously, it's a little bit different for me. I have France playing Croatia. So it's a little bit easier of a decision for me to make. But like I said, for the reasons that I picked them in your matchup, I would pick them in mine. Uh, I think just France. Croatia has a strong balance, but everything that Croatia has, it seems that France just is better in each little area. 
So I think an attack, obviously France trumps them. I think that their midfield is stronger. Uh, not to take away from Modric and Rakitic, but I, I think France is just stacked, just as stacked there. And I think you know N'Golo Conte will cancel out what they have. So I, I for my for me France, they're playing Croatia. I have them beating Croatia and moving on. So um, just one little quick point as a possibility in France Argentina, if Messi is playing out on the right wing. Um, in a front three, he, you know, it's possible that he plays as a 10, but he's not going to play as a central striker with the other players they have in this team. If he plays out on the right wing, possible uh, Messi versus Benjamin Mendy matchup. That Mendy is one of the most promising left backs coming up in world football, but he will have trouble with Lionel Messi there. Yeah, especially coming off an injury. Exactly. So um, that's always something to look at, not only the matchups of the teams, but also those one-on-ones. Um, who's your next round of 16 matchup? Uh, my next round of 16 matchup is Spain versus Egypt. Um, this one's pretty straightforward for me. I think Egypt are going to have an exciting tournament, especially if Mosala can be effective. They're going to be an exciting team to watch. It won't take them past this round. They're going to go up against a Spain team that just completely outclasses them across the pitch. Mo Salah, even healthy, it could you know, you could argue he's not even the best player in the game. I mean, he might be if he's one hundred percent healthy. He could be the, the at least the best informed player. But I think Spain has too many attacking options that would counterbalance his effectiveness, and that's why I have Spain uh, beating Egypt. So in mine, it's Spain Russia. Um, I think it's even more straightforward than your Spain-Egypt matchup. I think that this could be uh, not quite the uh, the 7-1 of the hosts going out last time, but I, I think it could be a 3 or 4 nil um, win for Spain. Like you said about them outclassing Egypt, it's even worse with this Russian team. Um, I think round of 16 is successful for Russia, though, um, especially if... They have to go up against Spain. And even if Spain don't win their group, then that puts them against Portugal. Russia have a tough, a tough spot um, after after the group stage. So um, we both have Spain into the quarterfinal. Now, my next one, I'm guessing you have this the same. I think this is our second that we have the same. Brazil, Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so is that the next one? Um, on my list, it happens to be. So we'll go with it. Um, Brazil, Mexico, a this is this is a tough one. Um, I don't think it's as straightforward as as one would think because of the cohesive unit of Mexico. Um, they have, like I said, they have these players that are all playing together in Liga MX, um, plus stars from here and there that are um, that are out in different countries, but. Mexico always puts together a good team for the World Cup. Last year, they just missed out. Not last year. Last World Cup. Last cycle. They just missed out on a quarterfinal appearance. They collapsed at the end against uh, the Netherlands. Um, They were up 1-0, and the Dutch side scored uh, twice late to knock out Mexico. Uh, Unfortunately for the Mexicans, I think their fate is the same. Round of 16 is as far as they go. The Brazilians... Get them th- get through, Coutinho, Neymar, Gabriel Jesus, Firmino, uh, a midfield of Fernandinho, Casemiro. They have they have what it takes to 
keep moving on and get through and they get it they get to the quarterfinal for me yeah um you know mexico's like i think we could say similar to the last world cup we would have picked the netherlands to go through over mexico yet mexico you know for the most part probably should have won that game um but you know netherlands went through mexico is going to always be a tough outing for anyone uh that's the real upset watch i think out of the group out of these matchups that we have that you really can see happening but uh, I just think Brazil is way too talented. I think maybe a Brazil team from the last World Cup would have maybe fallen to this Mexico side, but this one, it's uh, it's it's too good. I I agree with you on that one. So um, we both have both have Brazil beating Mexico. So at least in the two that we had the same, we both picked the same teams. Yeah, we're we're teams. keeping some level of consistency here. Next matchup for you. So I have Argentina playing Denmark. And differently to what you have, I have Lionel Messi's uh, side prevailing. Uh, obviously, when you look at our two matchups compared, Denmark is a much easier opponent. So it's actually, when you look at it, it's vital that they... It just shows how important it is for them to win their group. Um, because I think that they can... I think they can really outclass Denmark. And Denmark has some strong players, but... Uh, going up against a player like Lionel Messi uh, and, you know, the rest of that attacking front that they have. I don't think that Denmark has enough to counteract it. Uh, so I have Argentina going on to the next round. So now in mine, I have Croatia-Denmark. So that's more of an even matchup than the lopsided one that you came up with. That's a, Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah. Um, in all European matchup in the round of 16, I take Croatia there. I I'm really high on this Croatia team that even in the quarterfinal um, looking forward, they have a chance. I think that the team of, you know, with, with Modric, with Mandzukic, with Perisic, those guys are the three key players and they're not just, you know, Oh yeah, we know that. No, they have big, big talent. They have, they, they can do so much and they've done it in tournaments before. We've seen them, be a team that has, you know, prevailed when they're not really uh, considered favorites. So I have Croatia getting past the Danes. Lord Bettner exits at the round of 16. Okay. Um, next matchup that I have is another, another tough one. Uh, I have Belgium versus Colombia. So down down at the those later groups G and H, it can be very interesting because I think those groups are very much you know they're pretty open, but it could be very interesting to how um, interesting to see you know where finishing uh, where Belgium finish how that could affect them and you know because I mean I have the possibility of them playing a, a really tough Colombia team who happens to finish second in their group in my opinion, uh, but I have Belgium overcoming Colombia. I think it'll be an excellent game. I think James Rodriguez. Is going to have uh, another strong tournament, but I just think Belgium have too many players that are, you know, on form. I think the, their biggest thing is making it making it all work. But I think Belgium is too talented, uh, and I I think this Colombia team just won't be won't be good enough to to top uh, this golden generation. So with Belgium, uh, we both have them going on to the quarterfinal, just getting through different opponents. I had them facing Senegal. So um, 
The Senegalese side is the only African nation that I have in the round of 16, and that is as far as they will go. Um, with Roberto Martinez in charge of Belgium, there are question marks, but there are not question marks at this time. There are question marks when we get to the last eight, not when we're you know in the round of 16. I think they'll do just fine in their first four matches and get where they need to be. Um, it gets tricky after that. So I have Belgium advancing um, over Senegal. So we're almost there. We so so far for me in my quarterfinal, I have Portugal, France, Brazil, Belgium, and I believe Spain and Croatia. We have two more matchups apiece to talk about. Yes, we do. All right. As long as we keep things uh, nice and organized, like we haven't done from here on out, uh, I think we'll be good. My next matchup, Germany and Costa Rica. Right, and I think mine would be Germany and Serbia. I think we're probably in agreement on who gets out of our respective matchups. The world champions. Uh, Germany, you know, like I said, um, in part, were they part one or two, Germany? They were, Germany uh, were, uh, they were part two. They were part two. Like I said in the last episode that you listened that we know so much about, um, I picked Germany to get through the group easily. Um, we talked about how the past two group winner or past two World Cup winners didn't get out of the group. Germany doesn't have that issue, and they don't have an issue in the round of 16. Costa Rica is a strong side, but they are not nearly strong enough to beat the depth that Germany has. In goal, whether it's Ter Stegen, whether it's Neuer, whoever is in the net is a strong keeper. Um, when you, you you think about this team, their midfield is where they really, really uh, get things going. They have Ozil, they have Kroos. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what their plans are um, for a striker. So is it going to be Timo Werner? Is it going to be um, Thomas Muller playing in that little bit of a false nine role that he's played in in the past for the national team? Um, and that's my biggest question mark for this team. But quarterfinals is where they'll find themselves. Yeah, I think, I mean, with both their matchups, I don't think Costa Rica or Serbia really have anything to um, really challenge them. I think I think Germany, I think maybe if, say it is Costa Rica, I think Costa Rica gives them more of a fight than Serbia would, but I think Germany's going to win this one comfortably, regardless of who they play. Um, and the final matchup I have is another interesting one. It's England versus Poland. So you don't even have Poland in this uh, knockout round. Um and for some of the reasons that you uh, laid out in the last pod, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance, and I'm gonna pick England to to go on to the quarterfinal. I think this young team really has something to prove, um, and I don't know how far it's gonna take them, but I'm I'm going with my gut. I think they're gonna they're gonna somehow squeeze through and 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 beat this Poland side. My final matchup. Also includes England, but they go against Colombia. Now, the questions I have about England, you know, are they going to work as a cohesive unit? They've never, you know, they won the World Cup in 66 when they hosted, but they, in recent years, they haven't meshed together well. And I think Southgate has picked a smart team. It's filled with Tottenham players. And those players, I think, are the key to England moving forward. 
because they play together as a unit. You know, we always talk about it. Okay, so back in the day when Joe Hart was in goal, all right, Man City goalkeeper kicks it out. They play it short to Chelsea center back Gary Gayhill. And then we move it up. He passes it to an Arsenal midfielder who then finds a Tottenham, finds a Chelsea winger, then crosses it into a Tottenham forward. And these players spend all season going against each other. Not that it doesn't happen in other leagues, but this team is an all Premier League um, based team. So they're all going against each other. And it's tough to get teams, all those teams from the top six. Um, I don't even think I brought up Manchester United. All those teams from the top six to have players that play well together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is weird to see when, you know, oh, these guys hate each other. Oh, remember this tackle that he put in on this guy? Okay, now they're teammates. Yeah. Um, so Gary Cahill spends the season with Harry Kane as his nightmare, and now they need to work together to win a World Cup. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's um, a very interesting dynamic, the most so in terms of league translating, like club translating to country. Um, but I think it is important that they do have a strong, you know, they do have a good amount of, uh, of one team in there. Uh, now Tottenham, there's a question mark considering it's a team that hasn't won anything. So you wonder, you, you worry about the mentality that they have. Um, but I think all around, there is some winners in the side uh, that could help drive this team uh, forward, I think I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think obviously with my matchup, I think they're going to they're going to break through. So with England and Colombia, I do have England moving on. I'm going to guess that it's going to be at least extra time, maybe penalties. I think that there's not that's, much between yeah, the two. That's sort of what I was thinking. I was thinking a penalty shootout. Uh, they just win. scrape on by, right? So now we have our quarterfinals all set up. And you will be able to listen to our predictions in the next episode. But before we sign off, let's just um, read off what our quarterfinal matchups are, which we only had two of the same ones in the round of 16. And now we somehow have three of the same ones in the quarterfinal. So we both have Portugal facing France. We both have Brazil facing Belgium. We both have Germany facing England. The only different one is I have Spain Facing Croatia, while you have them facing Argentina, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the interesting quarterfinal. I I can I mean now see watch we're gonna get to this, the quarterfinal it's gonna be completely different, <laughs> but I hope so it'll make the next pod more interesting. <laughs> yeah, but um, so that's that is it for that one. Like I said, we got the quarterfinal coming up next. Uh, be sure to follow us at, at Penalty Spot Pod and look for our Facebook page. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes with who you think will win the World Cup and why. And we will uh, pick some of the good ones out if we get them and talk about them in our podcast throughout the World Cup. <laughs>